Hey guys, welcome to a lovely coffee morning. I am Tom Warner. Hi, why do I say my last name like it's a question? I know what my last name is. Um, sorry, a little actor humor that's not very funny. Hi guys, um, today I want to talk to you. Oh, my dog's whining because he empathizes with my bad joke. Um, guys, I want to talk to you today a little bit about I guess we would call it judgment or rating or getting graded or receiving feedback or job, um, what do we want to call it? review, things like that. Um, yesterday's podcast, we talked about like um, some manifesting things and feeling good about that. And the day before that, we actually talked about um, kind of giving ourselves a pat on the back. I guess I'm more referring to the pat on the back day of... Good job, you did well, all those things. Today is, I've just had some experience lately with people and with um, clients who are like are talking about their job situation where they either have a boss that is literally breathing down their neck and giving them such micromanaging, nonsensical stuff. And I'm gonna say that because from the out, for, even from an outside perspective, I'm like, wow, this is foolish. Um, that that person, the supervisor, the manager, literally is so insecure that they, whatever. Anyway, I've also like students have been graded or auditioned for things and gotten feedback that was less favorable or been put into a certain class or something that was like they're like, what? How did this happen? My point and one of the, the, the major thing that I want to talk about today is that when someone gets a feedback or a grading or something like that, I want to really talk about how that affects you and what you do with that information. I think that's very important as we go down our road of becoming a little bit more self-aware about things. That sometimes we do take other people's opinions even if they are in a position of power over us, a boss example, or kind of in our path uh, on our way to get something that we want. Example, if you're an actor, like a casting director or an acting uh, you know, director or something like that, um, we still need to like remember who we actually are, okay? We have to remember that sometimes people teach and they work from their egos and sometimes they need to kind of give themselves a sense of superiority by saying things that are maybe not tactful or whatever even if they are tactful or and we feel frustrated or we feel whatever one of the things we've got to do is find a baseline for ourselves of like listen i feel confident i'm doing well i'm doing something that i love and if someone gives me a piece of feedback, you really can't let that kind of bring us back to square one of like, oh, I've made no progress, obviously, or wow, this person did that. And I can think of several times in my life where someone disagreed with me. And because I'm a Libra and because I'm very sensitive about the way people say things to me, I don't know if you're a Libra, know that, but it's true. Just be nice to me because I read into everything as do many other Libras. But people have said things to me in such a way that I've literally completely shut down. Literally 
shut down and gone to bed because I keep reliving the conversation and the way that something was said to me over and over and over and over again. So I just want you to be aware of that. And at the same time, I want you to remember that not everything that everyone says to you is true. It is their opinion. It is one opinion. I'm going to use the example of reviews because I have a lot of actors that listen to this. And, and those of you that, you know, aren't actors can think about like job reviews and things like that. I remember when I was first starting out acting and I was doing like community theater. I don't know if I've shared this story with you before, but I didn't become an actor until quite late in life because I had incredibly bad stage fright. Like I was, I used to get tunnel vision. It was like, I feel like I'm at a blackout. And at the same time, for some reason, I kept, I did kind of well, like I sang okay. And I, I don't know, I was an okay actor or I understand what I, you know, I seemed to be getting a lot of roles, but in the very beginning, I couldn't, I was, had such bad stage fright. So anytime getting on stage, this is kind of what we talked about a couple of days ago. Anytime I got on stage, it was like, good job, Tom, you did it. You made it through the show. You didn't die. You didn't pass out. You didn't hyperventilate. You didn't have a panic attack. You made it through. Good job. And usually what I noticed is that after the curtain went up and the, I was, the first scene happened, then I'm like, okay, I can settle into this. I'm good. I'm fine. I've seen the audience. They've seen me. We're good. We have, I'm, I'm fine. Um... And then as things started to progress, I overcame that. But for me, it was also still like, it's just so great to be on stage. I have a real appreciation for this. I have a real appreciation that I'm able to do this. I had a real, a real appreciation that I was really had a lot of fear when I was a kid and a young adult. And now I'm up here and I'm doing it. And wow, I have this great role and here I go. And in the community theater realm, I would say that a lot of times with the acting work, it's really becomes more about learning your lines and kind of spitting them out. And infrequently is a lot of emotional depth reached. And that's just because of the level of acting. And that's not a judgment. Some of you, I've, I will watch you in community theater any time of the day. I will fucking be there because I love community theater. I love it, I love it, I love it. And some of the most talented actors I know are my friends that I have done work with in community theater. Just saying that generally sometimes it's more about just learning the lines and let's spit them out for the audience and let the story tell itself. And we're really not doing a whole lot with the script ourselves. I remember that I reached a part of a part of like doing these shows in community theater and I'm like, well, I need to start getting a little bit more emotionally involved and I got cast as a character that was very opposite of myself very dark very broody very angry very mean and people were like wow okay let's see what happens with that one because Tom is usually like the inspiring guy and the fun whatever and I really got so into this character it did take me a long time to get into the character every time I was going to perform Form. And at that time, I will call it perform. Now I call it work. Those of you that trained with me know that I hate the word perform. No, you perform surgery. You don't perform acting. I, I don't like that word, guys. It's just me. It's just me. I know. I'm going to get over that. It'll be one of the things I'm going to get over in 2024 of calling acting performing. 
Anyway. Okay. You're being. You're not performing. Okay. Get off the soapbox, Tom. Move on to your conversation. Okay. I... It took me a while to get into this character that I was playing. Very dark. Very broody. And... Um, I had a great time. I was 100% invested. I literally became this guy. And he was dark and bad and whatever. And I will say that that was like my first of like, this is amazing. My work is very good on this one. I completely feel like him and I lose myself while I'm doing this. I'm like, this is the best thing I've done so far. Very proud of this. I didn't think I could do it, and I'm doing it. Very proud. That was one of those times like we talked about the other day. Pat myself on the back. Hey, Tom, great job. Awesome. So we did our opening weekend, and I'm like, I'm feeling good. Feeling so good. And then the reviews came out, and uh, one of the other leads in the show called me and said, um, hey, how you doing? I'm like, good. Good, what's going on? How's everything going? Well, you know the reviews came out. One of the reviews in the newspaper came out. I'm like, oh, good. Great. They, I'm sure they love the show because it's quite good. And this was also, I w was working with a director who was very much uh, an, an actor's director and really wanted to evoke the emotions and really wanted us to go deep. So that's not always that common in, again, like community theater. We're just trying to block it and get it up so that people can watch it. Not all of you. I love community theater. Don't get on my back about it. Okay. So I said, great. I, and it was, you know, uh, non-plused, as they say, about the review. And he said, you know, I just want to let you know that you didn't get a good review. It just, I'm like, okay. Um, because I was never a person that actually read those. I was like so happy to just be on stage. I'm like, I don't. They can write whatever they want about me. I really don't care. Um, and it just, it the review wasn't like, oh, Tom is a horrible actor or whatever. They were just like, it was violent. It was a lot. Basically, they couldn't take the darkness that I was revealing to them. The reviewer could take that. It was just so much and so real that they didn't like it. I, to this day, I don't even remember. I, I read it, but I have I don't even remember what it was. But it basically was, Tom is so dark, and I he scares me, and I don't like it. <laughs> it's kind of what it was. Because it was real. It was so real. Um, I was like, okay, great. You know. And then over time, you know, there are times when I would be in shows with my friends. They would get good, great reviews and whatever. And I would get like not mentioned or like even once was like a bad review. Like I remember I was in a singing review once and they're like, that song didn't have to be in the show. <laughs> and I remember going, God, I wanted to do that song so badly. And wow, okay. Um, and I didn't like, I'm not a singer guys. I've done a lot of musicals in my day. I've done leads in musicals, but I am not a singer. I am barely passable. And I think probably I got a lot of those when I was younger because I'm tall and I'm I'm tall, dark, and r r mediocre looking. So I was like the leading man type. So I kind of fudged my way and fooled my way through to play leading man characters. Um, so 
I think I got casting a lot. I, I think I got cast a lot based on. I almost said casted. What the fuck, Tom? Hello, you're a professional. Casted is not a word. I'm going to say that for all my colleagues who love when people say that. Um, okay, let's get back on the subject. See, I'm like, I, I'm a tangent person. I hope you're enjoying these weird conversations. Now you know what goes on in my head with all these tangents. Um, I think I got cast in a lot of things basically on appearance. Um, my voice was passable. My acting was better than my singing um, at the time. And that was before I really had any training at all. I had a private coach, but it was still like I was so green and so new. Um, so, you know, I, I also had a lot of self-awareness too. I mean, there were times of insecurity, but it, my insecurity came up because I just wanted to keep getting larger and larger roles. I went from a chorus person and two or three shows later, I was the lead of things. And I just wanted to be that. And so I didn't say, oh, you know, with, with the musical review of like, that song should have been in the show. I went, oh, okay, well, I know that I'm in a show with great singers. I'm not the, I'm not trying to prove anything to anybody with this one. It was just a song I really wanted to sing. And I don't, I don't know. I didn't judge that. I didn't say, well, was it again like too emotionally deep for? It was a different reviewer. I'm not supposed the same person. Um, and then I just was sort of like, you know what, Tom? It's it is kind of a waste of time to read reviews because reviews are like everything else. If an actor has a relationship with a reviewer, they're probably going to get a good review. Just like if one of your co coworkers has a friendly relationship with your boss, they're probably going to get a good review. It's all about relationships. It's all about stuff. It's all of these judgments and scoring and ratings are so, so subjective. You are never going to be everybody's cup of tea ever. There's always, and there's always going to be someone that just dislikes you period because you remind them of their high school tormentor or their, you know, their aunt that they can't stand. I don't know. I love my aunts. I don't know why I said that. Um, but anyway, um, so I think we, criticisms, critiques need to come with a grain of salt. Actors especially. Reviews are, and also from directors, because I've, I've literally seen it for myself. There's there, there's actually a director that I worked with that I noticed that over a period of time, they always singled one person out to kind of, I don't really know what the word is, bully them. I, yeah, I guess it was. Kind of picked one person every show that they directed to kind of bully. And they were their performance was never good enough. They were always making mistakes in rehearsal. They were always doing something wrong. Um, and I think that maybe there was one show where I was the target, but I'm like, I don't play like that. Tell me what you want me to do and I'm going to do it and let's get this show off the fucking road. Because when you internalize criticism like that, you basically, you, there's nothing you can do. You can't fix it. You can't change it. I think, who said that too? I heard that. Where did I hear that? Oh. Uh, Tea with the Dames, the documentary with Judy Dench and Maggie Smith 
and Joan Plowright and Elaine. Wait. Oh my God. Sorry, Elaine. I'm forgetting the last person. I'm forgetting her last name. I'm awful. And I love her so much. Elaine. We don't have time. I don't have time to look it up. I'm not, and you know I don't pause these or edit them, so it is what it is. Elaine Atkins. Whoo! Save my ass on that one. Love her as well. But anyway, one of the things that Judy Dench said was in one of her early plays that she did with a director who was very fussy and just an ego, I've got to say things because I want you to be shaking in your boots when I'm working with you. Um, he sort of just threw his hands up in the air after she did a scene and was like, meh, I don't know. What do you, I don't know what to do. He was, he gave her notes or something after act one. Just sort of threw his arms up in the air. Well, what is an actor supposed to do with that? I don't know. Um, not a whole lot. So I want you to just think about that. I want you to think about the feedback that you get from people who are in a position that you think is power over you and be a little bit self-aware. Obviously, if your boss says, why are you late for work? You've been late for work 10 times. I see your clock in and where you've got you on camera. That's your fault. That's on you. But I'm talking more about the talent, the abilities, the things that are intangible. If you don't have your stuff done on a deadline, then there's evidence of that. But I'm talking about you're just doing it wrong and I'm not going to help you figure out how to do it right. Just blind judgment, I guess we would call that. Let me just be aware of that. I don't want to let you shake your, I don't want to, I don't want you to let it shake your, your confidence, especially if you're in the arts. Actors don't read reviews. This is also like, <clears throat> one of the things I also tell my students is, you have to take the good and the bad and make them equal. It's also the same thing in manifesting and the stuff we talk about. Like if you're shooting for that, what we were talking about, was it yesterday? I think it was yesterday. Talking about like, oh, I want to make a certain amount of money every month. It's Let's just say it's 5,000. When you make the five grand, it's not like, whoa, yeah, bam, boom, ooh, ah, ah, it's the best thing ever. Um, it's sort of like, yep, I did it, great. It, you and, and if you don't do it, you're like, I, no worries because, you know, money flows to me easily, five grand is coming. And it's, or five grand is here. It's, this is, this is just what I do. And you just get back on the feeling and you get back onto it because it, even in acting too, when you make your, I, if you book something and it's like, it's the best thing ever. And then when you don't book something, you feel like shit. It's all gotta be the same. It's all gotta be, maybe I didn't book that thing, but I booked the room and I'm satisfied with the work that I did. And it's their loss if they didn't book me because I was so ready to roll with this thing. You know, I usually book things that I don't give a fuck about. <laughs> I, that's a terrible thing to say. But the auditions that I get and I'm like, oh, okay, well, this is kind of like an eat the hamburger scene as Anthony Mindell from Anthony Mindell's Actors Workshop would say. Meaning just, it's just kind of a, just get it done. Those are the ones that I'm just kind of like, I usually book because it just get it done. I'm not putting it on a pedestal. I'm not going, wow. And then when I get it, my agent will call me and she's like, Tom, guess what? They, they want you for this thing. You're available, right? We've got this. You know, they want, they want to book you. You're, you're, we've, you're booking this. It's a direct, it's a direct booking. Let's, we got it. Like, right. 
I'm like, great. She's like super, super excited. I'm like, cool. <laughs> She's like, what is wrong with you? Aren't you like thrilled? Like awesome. I'm like, yeah, it's good. It's really, really good. And of course I'm excited about bookings. Of course, isn't every actor like great? Or if you get cast in a show as a role, you're like, oh my God. Uh, but for me too, it's more like, it's not an ego thing. It's like, oh, that's exciting. I get to work with that script or, oh, I get to work with that actor or, oh, those feelings that are in the, this piece, like, oh, I get to explore that and stuff. And if I don't get it, I'm still like, well, I had the opportunity to explore part of that. So let's, let's like be grateful that, and, and actually the day that I got to do the self-tape or the day I got to do the audition was the day of acting that I actually got to work. So I may not have gotten paid for that day, or those moments that I did that, but I got a, I got to read or, with a reader or uh, have a private acting session where my coach is working with me. So it was an opportunity for me to use my skills and to flex my acting muscles and all that stuff. So it, it's, it's still a, a sense of the work is actually being done. And I just take happiness and pride in the fact that it was a, it was a joy to be able to do it at all. So it's amazing and I'm I'm very grateful to be able to do the things that I love in life that are also tangential to what I do as a career of, of acting. You know, I get to I coach people every day. I help people with their self tapes, I I coach them on their acting technique, I, I work with them on their career development and all that stuff. So I get to actually do something and live and breathe it every day. So I get to read scripts with people and do scene work with people. So it is such a pleasure because even if I don't book something, I'm still booking something. I'm still practicing. I'm still participating. I'm still active. I'm still creating every day. So that is definitely a blessing. Getting audition is a blessing. Getting a job interview is a blessing. Getting a second interview is a blessing. And if you don't get the thing, nine times out of 10, 10 times out of 10, there's usually something better that's coming along or something else that you needed to do that was far more important than that. Okay? So guys, the reviews are in. Fuck reviews. <laughs> it's also funny too because someone would do this fuck review thing in response to a bad review. <laughs> but I don't have had a bad review. Um, this is not a response to that. This is more in response to you, to of me saying to you, don't let people get you down. One person's opinion is not the opinion of the world. And no matter what, most of your mothers love you to death. And I certainly love you to death. So, um, yeah. No, and have enough self-awareness to understand that take every single oh Watson's got to say something he's coming in you can hear him what do you what do you have to say Watson yes he's like this is very true it's very true you always tell me what a great dog I am I believe it when I'm naughty you just say don't do that again and I get it so from the words of Watson from the from the tippy tappy toes of Watson uh, he concurs with what I'm saying. So, guys, don't let the buggers get you down, as they say. And um, if there's a lesson to be learned, if you're hearing feedback that is similar from people, okay, then give it 
validity. If it's a one-off, let it let it slide, let it ride. Don't give people power over you like that anymore. Let's make an end of that today, okay? So this has been a very, this is one of my longer chats today, which has been very, very fun. And uh, I hope there's some valuable information here for you because I'm gonna sign off for right now. This is Tom Warner with A Lovely Coffee Morning. Have a great one. Bye.